0: Okay, joining me right now is Ann Wasco. Ann, how's it going? I am good. Glad to be joining you this afternoon, Sean. Yeah, we've got lots to talk about. Well, let's start off. Catalan feed report. What did we find out?
1: Well, it uh, came off this afternoon, U.S. Uh, report for September 1. Catalan feed numbers uh, showed 6% larger than a year ago, a bit bigger than the industry was expecting at 5%. And where that came from, was the August placement number was up seven percent from a year ago, and, and the market again was expecting closer to plus four. So, marketings uh, in August were about the same as last year. So, could see you know it's not a a big bear, but it's it could have a little bit of a bearish tendency to the futures on Monday. But having said that, the futures over the last ten days have had a pretty good run. Um, they've moved back into. Some Some higher territory, but uh this this could put a little damper on things on monday morning
0: it, would we like to see that marketing number a little bit higher based on the other two numbers that were there like is is the marketing no. component of it a little bit more bullish or bearish or what's the what's the indication no,
1: no, I don't think so. I mean the guess on the marketings was up one, and so the fact that it was unchanged isn't a big deal. I think now we're getting Sean, into that time in twenty eighteen august sept oct where this time last year is where those big numbers started to come at us, and, and we've been marketing large numbers ever since. So year-over-year year changes on marketing now aren't going to be as big or as uh, impressive as some of the numbers we saw you know, coming through May, June, and July. So, no, I wouldn't call this a big surprise. While we're on the catalon feed topic, though, probably should, uh, you know, I think last week's report that we got here in Alberta, Saskatchewan, from CanFax also certainly supported the same trend going on here in Western Canada with uh, more cattle on feed than a year ago and a very busy placement month in August. Uh, August placements in the West for Canada were up 19%. And, and again, boy. In Western Canada largely due to the drought.
0: Yeah. Are, are any of those cattle being placed at what we would call a, <laughs> do we, our calculators are not going to explode when we punch all the numbers in?
1: Yeah, on any given day, uh, it's all different in whatever class of cattle you're placing. But I would suggest um, on top of a hundred dollar loss, depending on what day you're looking at the futures market. Yeah. Ew.
0: Okay. Well, we know that cattle traded today uh, one eleven in Kansas and Texas. Any any word on trading in Western Canada?
1: Yeah, we were a bit stronger this week, Sean. Um, I'd call it uh, between three and four dollars higher. So instead of that. The 40s that we've been talking about for the last several weeks brought back up to the mid-40s. So, but don't forget, last week's market in the U.S. was up a bit, and we didn't have that. Uh, so basis levels, when you compare local and U.S., will probably continue to be pretty strong historically for, for Western Canada. Hmm.
0: And what about the demand equation? We've had so much focus on you know, the need to continue to have exports be strong with the inventory that we have. What are we seeing demand-wise?
1: Well, I think that's what the futures markets have tried to signal to us um, over the last little while, moving higher as they start to, you know, get closer to fourth quarter, which tradi- traditionally is a better demand period than what we see in the summertime and through Labor Day. So I think the markets, futures markets are expecting good demand, solid demand to continue. Um, now we'll see if the cash markets follow through. I think you will see some strength as we go forward and it's larger result of what you talked about earlier in the show, strong U.S. GDP numbers and uh, certainly big export numbers still continuing for both the U.S. and Canada. So, my 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 money's on yes, yeah, still strong demand right through right through
0: the end of eighteen. Well, that's what I like to hear. I like when you bring the good news. I like that. I like that. Uh, you look at December live cattle in the last five days, up 0.34%. Uh, the last month, 3.29%. The last three months, 5.41% to the positive. And then once you stretch out to six months, it's basically uh, it's, it's the same level, 5.71% five, 5. to the good side. So we're, we're sli- we're, we've are we moved slightly higher, but I, I'm sure there's a lot of feed yards that would like to see that uh, that move a little bit more.
1: Need some more, But I think, look at the calendar, Sean. We're still in September. Markets really don't um, kind of get up and go until we get in, right into that fourth quarter. So I'm, I'm not all that surprised, and uh, I'm going to still hold firm.
0: Do you think we're going to see the placement numbers in Western Canada continue to be ahead of schedule?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All signs, when you look at what's going on with uh, you know, even these uh, forward video sales and the auction market sales for spot cattle, they're all running above year-ago numbers. So market's strong, so that's one driver. Guys have uh, you know, run out of uh, pasture, and so we're looking to move and wean calves earlier. And then also just the whole feed supply scenario has got uh, guys looking at moving calves as well. So I think the short answer is
0: yes. We talked yesterday about the Cargill Re- E. coli recall, and there, you know unfortunately there has been a, a casualty in that. How, how does something like that, impact because i i've seen a lot of people uh tweeting and i've got a few press releases today about talking about you know the the food safety system and how uh why how these recalls happen but how does all of that impact the markets and and does it reflect it at all in beef demand because my guess would be it's on the front page and then it leaves and then it people move on to other things
1: well yeah it's certainly it's um you don't want to ever see anything uh uh, on the food safety side occur uh, w- within our industry or any any part of the food uh, sector for that n- matter but um, at, i think the markets do kind of kind of step back demand wise sometimes we'll take a bit of a breather in here until you know the the, the the air is cleared if you will um but it's it's not something that you would describe as good for demand know.
0: the rancher when we talked about the feed yards uh what's the ranching mentality right now? Are they are they happy with these prices? Are they feeling good about themselves? Are their calculators intact?
1: Well, I, you know, I think calf price is good. You know, they'll be as high as what they were last year, in some cases at this time of year, even possibly a little bit higher. So that part's good. But certainly if you flip the page and you're looking at expenses and if you're in a position you can, now looking at having to buy feed, um, or you're short of feed and having to move cattle. So there's there's always more than just the market to talk about. If you're just saying, do these calves make money? I think the short answer, you know, in most cases should be yes um, at the rancher level. But on the flip side of it is um, what next? What's it going to cost to feed the cow herd this winter and, and get through to the next year? And, and what does the next year bring for, for moisture? Ranchers are always looking down the road into, we're not talking about 18 anymore. We're talking about 19, so... Lots of yeah. lots of concern, especially on the moisture side.
0: You know, it's that's interesting. You know, you, we talked about how Western Canadian and and Ontario farmers are pushing for, you know, they they want some dry weather. They they want to finish harvest. Uh, and and right now in Western Canada, there's producers dealing with snow and moisture they don't need. Well, at the same time, you, ranchers they're probably they want as much fall moisture as, as they can get right now. Yeah,
1: it certainly it's always. Uh, not not nice to see harvest get stalled and uh, and farmers not being able to, to get out and, and get grain dried and all the rest of it. But the bottom line is this moisture for many of us is uh, very, very welcome. It's been a long time this year in coming. And, yeah, it came at the right wrong time, but for, for next year's grass and, uh, and pasture conditions, this is so far pretty good.
0: Yeah, for a lot of our audience, I don't think, you know that don't necessarily get through parts of uh, southern Saskatchewan. It, this was a a, a very th- this was a tough year on pasture conditions,
1: for sure. And it, because it came off of last year's drought as well, right? So it, it certainly the conditions were dry coming into eighteen, and then and then until recently it's been another hot, long, dry season. So uh, it's it certainly was not good conditions, and that's showing up very clearly in the number of cows that have been going to market and the price of feed that we're seeing throughout southern Saskatchewan and southern Alberta.
0: Yeah. Kay Ann, well, you have yourself a good weekend, okay? Well, and not a good weekend, okay. a great weekend.
1: A great weekend. And you too, Sean.
0: <laughs> Make sure you barbecue. we got lots of inventory to chew through, okay? Little. Right okay. That's Ann Wasco from the Gateway Livestock Exchange.